morning, morning, everyone. Good to see a few of you are online already. Welcome to another marvellous Monday indeed. James, good morning to you. Laura, Adrian, Ashley, Alison, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Good to see you guys. Hope you had a great weekend wherever you are. And hopefully you're back refreshed, ready for the week. I know I am. Hey, we're pretty pumped for tonight. You guys remember, I know most of you would have already, but uh, remember to uh, get along to tonight's mentoring. We've got a show up in Brisbane, and um, we've got a bit of a live audience, a little bit of a uh, bit of a live show, folks. So it should be fun. Um, uh, you never know what goes on when you're outside of the studio. Should be uh, hopefully everything goes well. But uh, if you haven't already, make sure you register. It's the power of design tonight, and uh, we're talking about how architecturally designed real estate can add massive value to your wealth uh, and great value to your tenants' um, interest in paying more rent. That's, uh, at the end of the day, what we want, don't we? Hey, good morning, Deb. Hey, buddy, we've got to catch up. Uh, I know uh, I know. We uh, there was a message the other day. Let's, let's get it done, Deb. <laughs> and Joel, mate, how are you? Great to see you guys. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I'll do the quick intros just in case there's anyone dropping by who's new. If you're new, say hello. Give us a shout out in the chat. Tell us where you're from. Jason Witten's my name, as it says right there on the old name on the screen. And um, been doing this a while. Actually been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors, maybe just like you, over 18, to build their portfolios uh, in a sustainable way. We've got a couple of sayings around here. Buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. We've got to go the distance, folks. Real estate is a slow wealth vehicle, but it is certainly, once it gets its momentum, momentum certainly worth owning and keeping. That's for sure. So welcome along. If you are new, like I said, give us a shout out in the chat. Tell us where you're from, what you're up to. Uh, Alexis and Rodney and Graham, good morning to you guys. What... Uh, what uh, is going on out there in that world for you? Chris O, mate, great to have you dropping by as always. All right, let's have a bit of a chat. Let's have a bit of a yarn. The the media, as they do, uh, winding up out there, trying to uh, trying to sell newspapers, trying to get eyeballs and clicks. Um, and, um, you know, the weekend wasn't anything different when it comes to information that you might, you might consider uh, you might consider maybe a bit sensationalist or a little bit um, yeah <laughs> the old daylight savings indeed it's we're back folks we're back daylight savings yes I love it uh, I'm a big fan actually it, you know what um, uh, what I have enjoyed though in Queensland, starting a little bit earlier for our mentoring nights and finishing a little bit earlier but uh, you know that's the way it rolls good to see uh, good to see we're able to get those uh, folks who often in the southern states are at work or can't uh, can't pop along to one of the uh, the morning coffee chats but check this out folks check out the old um, the old uh, media. Carry on, malarkey. Prices fall in Sydney and Melbourne are likely to accelerate after hitting their peaks. 
interesting conversation. ANZ, you know, on average 3% this year, 15% round by 2024. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I wouldn't be listening to anything the lenders say because why would the lenders be uh, promoting and saying things like that? Tell me in the chat, and uh, sometimes it might be a bit hard to, you know, do this, but uh, what's the benefit of um, scaring you as an investor uh, and uh, what do usually people, most people do when it comes to, um, yeah, they do report short term. That's for, that's for sure. It's the long-term play. Yep, that is exactly right, Chris O. Now, you know, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do, what do you mean, Chris O? You reckon these banks would be trying to, you know, get people to do something that's not necessarily in their best, uh, their financial best interest? Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, listen, folks, nobody, no institution uh, is on your side. Everyone wants a piece of your pocket. Uh, and uh, now that's just the way it is. Listen, that is the game we are choosing to play. Um, so understand the rules of the game and take advantage of it. Team, they want you to fix and lock in. You're dead right, Nigel. They want you to sit there. They want you to be scared because scared people are... Uh, uh, profitable people for institutions. And um, anyway, that's not what this morning's rant is about. Might end up there. You never know. <laughs> but listen, uh, the price falls. Now, it's, it's, it's very misleading, these conversations, team. And uh, I want you guys to make sure we get our heads around this because we have had a significant increase in our pricing across the country whether good properties or not, better properties have risen more, better located properties have risen more, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And for us as investors, as we move into a cooling part of a marketplace, and I don't think it's going to cool right off because I think there's some pressures and some momentum in this marketplace that is going to push it along quite significantly. And especially if you've got good stuff, good properties, you'll be in the driver's seat. There's some things coming your way that are going to be fun. They're going to be great. Uh, we need to make sure that this type of rhetoric doesn't scare us, doesn't stop us moving forward. I like what Alison said there before. You are long-term, big picture. If you're in part of your acquisition phase right now, you've got two or three properties in, keep going, team. There is no value in you waiting around years and years and years because I can tell you people who are 20 years in look back and go, shit. I should have bought it faster, quicker, better. I should have bought two at the same time. I should have bought three. Um, most people lament the inaction they took early in the process. Now, that said, the caveat is safely with a budget, etc. All right? That's the way we roll here. All right. Hey, Jeff. Good to see you, mate. But check this out. Literally, you know, moments, this, this was in, um, this was in, uh, in my feed this uh, yesterday or, or or this morning, you know, price falls in Sydney, and the, the the immediate article afterwards is luxury homes and larger properties dominate the auction market. Some selling a million above the reserve. What what? So they go, oh, prices are falling, but they're selling a million above the reserve. Again, team, this is about eyeballs. This is about clicks. Uh, well. 
it didn't surprise me. But again, you know, sometimes uh, I was chatting with uh, a media friend of mine the other week, and uh, by default, the uh, the journalists now are rewarded slash incentivized slash measured by the number of clicks and eyeballs they they now get off their articles that they write online. Just just let that sink in for a moment. The journalists are now rewarded. It's not about, you know, reporting the truth or uh, about um, being, you know, a cutting-edge story. It's about eyeballs. It's about attention. You know, unfortunately, um, some of this stuff is more attuned to being an influencer on Instagram rather than reporting good quality information uh, in the marketplace. So, But the point is, team, this is a snapshot. This is a one-dimensional piece of um, information. So, you know, this a million dollars above reserve, you know, or, you know, property prices fall, you know, 15%. They are one piece of information that is sprouted and it might and and they might not even have any sort of validity or data behind them so we as investors must gather information to sort of cross check double check so is there any validity in this conversation and the answer is there may be some slowing down of a marketplace which might then um which might then affect our behavior as investors it doesn't mean we stop investing. It means we get prepared if there is something to get prepared for, right? So, you know, the the headwind that we are heading into, which is going around, 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 is the headwind of uh, interest rates are going up at some point. Now, lowest interest rates in history, even if interest rates go up a percent or two, they are still severely lower than the average um, average interest rates, um, so still cheap money. Now, we've talked about this. I'm not going to dive into that one. But here's some other things that may be showing up, may be highlighting the reason why the maybe some of the pricing in property sales might be indicating, you know, something sold for, let's say, a million and now something else sold for 950 and they go, oh, there's the first signs of prices going down. Well, that's not uh, that's not an accurate indicator of what's going on. Number one, team, out there in the marketplace right now, the number of properties for sale, the number of properties for sale, has uh, has gone down significantly, significantly. All right, over time. Uh, and then the last couple of years has has significantly dropped as well. Now, tell me in the chat what else may have if you are there. If you are now, if you own real estate right now, if you own real estate right now, there's no financial pressure on you. There's no financial pressure on you. What are the reasons you might sell your property uh, at the moment? Uh, other than you're not, um, you know, you're you're. Uh, Worried about some media conversation, but what? Tell me, what are the some of the reasons somebody might sell their property for right now? Um, and the number one reason we're seeing a lot of people sell their properties at the moment 
is it downsizes. All right. Tell me in the chat right now, what other reasons would people sell after three years of significant capital gains, upgrading the PPR, dead right, so a downsizer or slash upgrader? Yeah. Upgraders. Getting rid of a lemon. Yep. Yep. Uh, get a lemon. Uh, free up a bit of cash flow. Um, yep. Yeah, there you go. Like there's a few other things. And, um, um, and maybe, you know, maybe there might be someone who has some sort of pressure. All right. For, you know, downsize, divorce, death, default, distance, etc. Get rid of the rubbish. It's a great time to get rid of the rubbish. So let's look at this team. You know, the downsizers and upgraders, you know, those guys um, are sort of buying and this buying and selling in often in similar markets. Those are, you know, those people have got an amount of, if you look at it by and large, they might only have a thirty percent, um, a thirty percent mortgage, and they've got seventy percent equity. They don't have a lot of pressure to keep the prices high, do they? So if um, if they want to sell the property, they chuck it out there at a, at a certain price. Let's say two million dollars. No one wants to buy for two million. Um, you know, they drop it to one point nine. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Family circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Yasmin. So the people who are selling have got enough equity. There's no pressure in the marketplace. The other ones, you know, getting rid of a lemon, often, you know, right now in these times, the um, the properties that are being sold are, are substandard. Um, and there's very, you know, the reporting or information about people in financial stress at the moment, it's very little, very little. So, you know, right now we've got, very low listings, and, you know, there's not a real lot of reasons for people to be, you know, exiting the marketplace and accepting, you know, a lower price. Now, if you are selling, for most people, if they don't get the price they want, then they probably wouldn't sell. Or why would they sell right now? Because they've had three years of capital growth. They're sitting on their properties, all right? And that's showing in the data. That's showing in the stats team. The listings are low. What else is low out there in the marketplace when it comes to supply? Check out this number, all right? 32%, 32% lower than the five-year average. So when we're looking at the marketplace right now, you know, there's, there's very little volume. There's very little sales volume uh, in on the market or selling or turning over, and that, certainly will affect the average price or the prices that get reported as we roll along into the marketplace, right? So, you know, 32% down, 13% down on last year, okay? And as we look, as we drill into other things as well, you know, pieces of land, new properties, have a look at this. There's, There's nothing to buy in some of these areas. This is the supply. This is the supply of land um, in in you know the the eastern states. Let's have a look at that. You know, it's at an all time low of supply of land. So you know they're not. There's no oversupplies. They're not going to be dumping stock and and, and running out the door. Um, 
And, you know, this is an interesting piece of information here. 32,000 less lots, housing lots for sale. That's in the land world. You know, 43% reduction. So, team, for me, for you, and when they say, okay, property prices are going to drop 15%, I, you know, I don't see that as anything that we should be concerned about, that the sale of certain properties may reduce because interest rates go up. Now, we've talked about that in a, uh, another video, so check that out if you, if you want to find it. But um, And they were done last week. I did two interest rate videos last week, team. Um, for me, it's like, and you as a property investor, we're, we're not reacting to information in isolation, Okay. And let's have a look at, you know, the growth in the last few momentum marketplaces and how long those little trends have lasted. Oh, there's Heather. Hey, Heather. Good to see you, mate. Yes, Alison. Regional might go down a little bit as demand returns to cities with migration. Yeah, listen, and, and, and again, what happens, which you bring up a good point, Alison, is some marketplaces get overinflated temporarily because uh, that that are unsustainable locally, and when we saw this in the mining booms, team, we saw the unsustainable prices locally um, get inflated in places like you know Gladstone, Rockhampton, Townsville, um, in places that the local market can't afford but someone from the city can afford, they leave uh, the city and they go, wow, it's cheap out here, and they pay more than they should because the marketplace is is quite lowly supplied. Um, and then they realise that um, small town living is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. I grew up in a small town, by the way, folks, um, Charters Towers in North Queensland. And then they move back to the city. Um, Moorumbah, exactly, Heather. Yep, exactly. So... Um, you know, the locals can't afford to pay it. And the moment that changes, uh, the people who are paying those prices leave town, yep, you have a real issue, have a real problem. So, you know, we've only had a small amount of months, you know, add a, add a few more months, add another sort of five months onto that chart there of the growth in our marketplace. And there's plenty of other, um, yeah, no LD, no LD and no IKEA. How can we and how can we live without those, Alison? <laughs> There's plenty of other things in the marketplace that are going to underwrite this stuff, team. You know, number one, the the big one for me, we are looking at is you know a significant population increase from immigration in the next three years. Significant, team. You know that it could be around that six hundred thousand mark. Um, you know. Uh, Australia just just uh, signed off on a pretty significant economic package with India now you know uh, and a massive package when it comes to the education so access to Australia for education uh, students from India that's going to be huge folks it's going to be massive massive like it's just going to be massive like it's going to be crazy you know population we're on the edge of a, of a rental boom you know the rents are going to go crazy. And we've still got we've still got supply down and demand up. Okay, 
supply and demand is buggered. Construction costs uh, are wreaking havoc when it comes to the supply of the marketplace. We had quite a lot of housing starts from the you know the 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 free money, the drunken sailor giveaway <laughs> by the government um, uh, for building a house, and uh, a lot of those houses are still stuck. They they're going to delay one or two years into the marketplace, and so be very interesting to see what happens there. So for me, for you, as we're sitting here right now, I think there's plenty of uh, significant economic factors at play, team, that are going to underwrite, underlie, if not even continue to push the growth of our market, especially, especially if you have quality real estate, team. Quality real estate, okay, as we go. Yep, um, as we go. So... And remember, that's what tonight is all about. Tonight is about owning real estate for great prices but architecturally designed. Don't miss this one, team. It's going to be an absolute cracker. It's going to be fun. Uh, mentoring tonight. Um, <laughs> I love it, Carolyn. I might have to change my saying, right? Buy well and only strategically sell. Yes, yes. Sell when it's strategically worth selling. And... Um, we're going to have a round two. We're going to have a round two with Andy and his stuff. And uh, hopefully um, we can get a bit more uh, information out of Andy, which would be great. Anyway, team, uh, I think that's it. I could yak all day, but we don't have time because it's over 8.30, past 8.30. Better let you guys get to work or wherever you got to go. Uh, where's the next live mention for Chriso? It's on tonight, mate. It's on tonight. <laughs> uh, we have a small, uh, a small guest, um, a, a small set of guests for tonight. Oh, Zara, DM me, babe. DM me. I'll get you. I'll hook you up. You guys, if you're not in the mentoring program, you should be. And uh, we had a small amount of people tonight for our live mentoring. And in the future, we're going to have some, um, some. Uh, Bigger, bigger rooms for live mentoring. Anyway, that's should be fun. Should be fun. All right, team. Make sure if you can't make it live, get along to the um, the digital version of our mentoring night tonight. You guys be awesome. Uh, be well and uh, join me tomorrow for another wealth coffee chat. If you're hanging around around about eight ten, we can hang out for twenty minutes and talk real estate. All right, team. That's it. I think I'm done. I'm just rabbiting on now. <laughs> See ya. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.